Tuesday, and you know what that means. It is time for Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Connolly, alongside my co-host, Megan Gailey. Megan, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, and you traveled today. Today, I did. I had a 3.55 a.m. wake-up call. No. A flight to, I don't even, oh, Chicago. <gasps> and then a flight to Orlando. Wait, so you went from Louisville to Chicago to I know. It's just because I'm from Indiana, so that's how we got to say it. That's how we got to say it. How do you say it? Um, Louisville, but if I'm there, I'll just go, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to say, I got, listen, I've had some times in Louisville, so I got to give it the the respect it's due. Yeah, so I am, um, I... I'm an American flyer, and I actually today was a milestone for me because <gasps> I flew first class, got upgraded for the first time in my life. On both on both flights? No, just one, the hour-long flight. But <sighs> let me tell you, it was magical. I'd never experienced it. I oh, it's was incredible. thinking to myself as I was sitting there half asleep in the chair, I thought they should have heated seats in first mm. class. Mm-hmm. I thought that mm-hmm. that would be a nice little perk. And then I fell asleep and I dreamt that my seat was heated and I convinced <laughs> myself that it was heated. And I asked my coworker behind me, hey, is there a button to heat the seats in first class? And he's like, are you crazy? I was like, I swear my seat was hot. He's like, no, you dreamt it. So. I mean, or you were tooting on yourself. Um, <laughs> but I love that you sat there one time and you go, I have some notes. Okay, we could make this better, but isn't it nice? It's like even on a one-hour flight, the be- I honestly think the best part is like I don't want to. I I don't want, I don't want that like mass rush of people standing up when we land that are behind me and think they're gonna deboard before me. I hate like, that. You just everyone are like, sit down. Yeah, we're ju- you're just in the place where it's like these people fly. It's a lot of old men, um, and they're always looking at me like. I I hope this isn't too vulgar. I feel like they're looking at me like, whose dick did you suck to get up here? And I'm thinking my own. That's how I got up here, buddy. Because sometimes I sit in first class and my husband sits back in coach. (laughs) I love that. I have a very youthful face, I'm told. So when I had boarding group one, they looked at me like, who's your dad? Yeah, where's your daddy? Are you a travel companion? Well, I'm so happy. I honestly think this podcast is going to launch you into first class only. I hope. I, okay. I mean, one can only hope. I was 12th on the upgrade list for the <gasps> second flight. Didn't get it. So Listen, Big Daddy Sal is going to say first class for my Megan's only. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I hope he's listening. Sal, first class. <laughs> Put All that right. in the contract, honestly. I'm so glad you're home safely from Louisville. And uh, it was a big week in, in sports. Some highs and some lows. How about we kick it off with the NFL, which... I watched a lot of this weekend, and I know Twitter was a buzz. The gambling world was a buzz because there were a lot of upsets, a lot of very strange um, games happening. The biggest ones of note, the Cowboys losing to the Broncos with Dak back, um, and then the Bills lost to the Jaguars. Which is huge. I think... What we learned from Sunday is no one is that good. The Rams also lost. Yes. And the 49ers got demolished. Yeah. And so the Bills one is, is notable for me because it means you, that you all is right it. in the world. I did. I did. You called it last week. I just want to give you props for that. I told you that the Bills were um, sort of unimpressive. I was Failing. underwhelmed, I think was the word that I said. But um, that means that all is right in the world. 
and the Patriots once again have a chance to win the AFC East crown. I mean, they always had a chance, but now it's realistic. It's it's insane how they are always in that conversation. I, I, I truly cannot believe it. Um, and this also means that the Jaguars are 2-1 since, are we calling it Grindergate? Thumb, thumb where the sun don't shine? Since um, London, too. Maybe that trip to London was just what the doctor ordered for Urban Meyer. Yeah, are, are you wondering if maybe, you know, I think when the Urban Meyer video and story came out, we were making a lot of fun of him. And I was pretty shocked that he lasted through it just because there was whispers about the USC job and and him not liking being in the NFL NFL because all he was doing was losing. Do you think maybe his players kind of are like, all right, Urban, <laughs> we got respect for you. We see you cheating on your wife out in public. It's either that. Or he's a big God guy, so mm. he went to confession, and God forgave, and suddenly he won. So it's one or the other. It's either the players feel like he's one of them because, you know, they just a little bit respect. They think he's a little cooler. He's no longer just this old grandpa. Yeah. Or, you know, God's strength. It could be an and situation where the priest is like, <laughs> Urban, you dirty dog. What are you doing? <laughs> I got to give you props. I got to give you props. Um, you know, like a, one of those fun young priests, or maybe it's a minister who's also married and definitely cheats on his wife. One um, of those churches where they, you know, it's fun to yeah. go and they sing a lot of upbeat songs. Not yes. Catholic mass. Righteous no gemstones way. type yeah. church. Oh, gosh. Um, and then uh, the Chiefs won, uh, but still look good. They did not look good. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And, and they were playing a Packers team, minus Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if you've heard, um, who has COVID after... What happened with him? Yeah, so um, <laughs> he was eating clay and taking medical advice from Joe Rogan, and well, what do you know? He got COVID. Who coulda thunk? Gosh, him and Dave Portnoy, just really the, I didn't see this coming, of last week. Um, I do have to say, like, I, I, I think it's so wrong that he lied, but like... A little clever, like the immunized. Right? I, I, I it, when you think about the quarterbacks that have been open about it, which are the Colts, Carson Wentz, uh, the Vikings, Kirk Cousins. I think Lamar Jackson has has openly said it. They are. I, I think they're looking at Rogers like, wait, what? I didn't know I could have done that. But they're also getting little, little tiny props for being honest about the situation. And I do think Rodgers is being taken to task by the media. Terry Bradshaw weighing, it's like, if you got Terry Bradshaw mad at you, you messed up. Stephen A, mad, obviously, but like, mad when at anything. He exactly. And um, I've been seeing hilarious TikToks of like old women being like, how could he do this to us? Um, so the, he's pissed off everyone um of course his gal is standing by her man in the words of i think cheryl crow or maybe that was a remake of a song uh shailene woodley has um has been tweeting up a storm about a man who was like spotted in la and people were saying maybe it was him uh eddie do we have those pictures okay yes here it is look at that Shailene. I, love, I love this. Yes, CSI Shailene. She's such a weirdo. 
Um, we're gonna do a dramatic reading of what she's seen. Literally, y'all need to calm the fuck down. This is straight up hilarious. Yeah, you seem like you're laughing, Shailene. News outlets still grasping at straws to disparage Aaron, finding random fucking men on the streets of LA and saying it's him. I know Aaron's body very well. Okay, that's weird. We get it, Shailene. You have sex. You guys sex. have sex. First off, his feet, ahem, and no offense to this rando, are a lot bigger. With a wink, so that means that Aaron Rodgers has a big dick. Which isn't what we're mad at him about, Shailene, okay? And big dicks don't protect you from COVID. Okay, Megan, you take the second half. Also, for those of us who know Aaron beyond the world of obsessed sports and shitty media, it's no secret he has the hairiest hands (laughs) on the fucking planet. That's a weird brag. This (laughs) oblivious homie clearly does not. Go ahead, zoom in. Also, cute car dude, but Aaron would never drive this. That's her bragging, I'm yeah. rich. Yeah. And I drive a Range Rover or whatever the... F- no, I don't know what she drives, but probably something very expensive. I think this man looks like Ashton Kutcher. Um, I don't think this is him. I, I, I don't think he's allowed to travel right now based on CDC guidelines. It's like, Shailene, no one is even mad at him for being in L.A., we're mad at him for lying about having COVID. And I, I don't know if I've said this publicly. I saw Shailene at dinner. Ooh, probably. Where? Oh, probably back in like August um, mm-hmm. in, in Los Feliz. And she had the worst hair of everyone there, which makes me go, well, that's not someone I'm taking health advice from. Because your hair is, I think, a sign of... Your health, that's what my mom would say. Um, her hair looked terrible, and there was a Goodwill across the street, and she was wearing a sweatshirt with the Goodwill tag still on it. I think she does that to try and be relatable. 100%. Yeah. Okay, we're yeah. good, Eddie. Thank you so much for um, showing us that. Wow. But, uh, you know, there's no way Aaron Rodgers could be in L.A. unless he drove there, because you think, or took a private plane, because do you think anyone, like, at an airport would... Like, they would know it was him, even mask on and everything. So either he road trip to L.A., private plane. There's no way he's there. No. No one thinks he's in L.A. Yeah, we don't want him here. You have to be vaxxed to go anywhere in L.A. right now. Okay, so why would he come to the place with the strictest mandate and guidelines? He wouldn't. Just to see Shailene's frizzy-ass head? I don't think so. Well, then I know the other his body thing is, very so, well. <laughs> at this restaurant you were at, did they look okay. at your vaccine card? I don't want to get into the whole vaccine thing. I mean, oh, like, no. I get Okay. This, so this this was um, you know, it, this was outside, and this was back in August, so it was pre the mandate. Um, but yeah, if Shailene and and Aaron are here right now, it, they're not. They're getting Grubhub. They're not allowed to go anywhere. No chance. No. Um, um, but Jordan Jordan Love played, and um, I realized on Sunday that I'm way too nice to first time starting quarterbacks because I said to my husband. He, he was okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding? He sucked. But I think I just, like, there was a couple plays where I was expecting him to fuck up, and then he didn't. And so I was like, eh. But yeah. overall, he was not good. But Patrick Mahomes was also not good. So mm-hmm. it was just a very blah game. And to see him not get completely blown out by Patrick Mahomes, I was like, eh. But he's mm-hmm. clearly not there yet. Um, and the big takeaway was his girlfriend and his mother, the seats they had. The last row of Arrowhead, which is a tall, steep, 
weather-affected stadium. And, and apparently that's, that's the Chiefs. That's what they do is they give those seats to the opposing. That is mean. That is. It is. I'm like, think if, think if you have a family member with COPD or who's afraid of heights. I can't even imagine. And lots of jokes going around about like, well, you know, the Packers aren't used to having a quarterback wanting his family there. Um, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. That's, I'm, that's a joke I saw. Um, but, yeah, that was m- messed up. But and his I, girlfriend, I guess, is a pretty accomplished volleyball player, maybe played in college or something. So she was having some fun with the fact that she was on Sports Center. Yeah. And thought she would always be on Sports Center for her accomplishments, which her say you go, girl. Her fit was great. Oh, my God, a throwback, like Packers. I think part of the reason that you were feeling like he did good, which is how I felt sort of, too, is women have that maternal, like, I, I, I want them to succeed. And then you see the mom is there and you're like, oh my God, think if you were his mom and like the dad's not there. You know, I don't know where he is. Maybe he had a business yeah. trip. Maybe he's not around. Um, but it's like, where's he? Uh, so we got the mom and the girlfriend. He's got, you know, behind every successful man is a mom and a girlfriend in the worst seats in Arrowhead Stadium. So, oh, Jordan Love, what a cute name too. We're, we're pulling for you. I used to be an Aaron lover I once stepped on his foot in a high heel and he was nice about it and I thought that meant he was good and now I think maybe he's stupid yeah I think that's a fair assessment I was also hoping that you know Aaron's gonna leave the Packers at the end of the season we all know it so Jordan Love comes in and what if they're just like you know what we're good with him but now I think especially that we learned that the rest of the NFL is not very good. I think the Packers might be one of the best teams. They might be the best team. So they need Aaron to come back. And I know we're all going to root against him. A week where he took the biggest poop in his pants still winds up looking good. Isn't that just how it goes for hot men? Um, okay. I do want to say one thing on Patrick Mahomes because it's really been bothering me that he's not been playing well. And we've been coming up with all these theories, his brother, his daughter, his wife, fiance. And I think that he had turf toe last year, right? Oof. Yeah. And he had the surgery and that's one of those injuries that they say, you know, I've never had turf toe. I, nothing close to turf toe, but it surgically repaired. And they say it's one of those injuries that people never really are right after. I wonder if his footwork is messed up because it mm. seems like his deep balls are just so off. They're to mm-hmm. nobody. Mm-hmm. So I would like some, one of the film people, I'm sure a lot of film breaker downers listen to this podcast. I would yeah. like someone to break down his footwork and, and tell me, is it the footwork? And if you need to show us, I'm not afraid of feet. Um, Megan, I'm sure you have a high wiki feet score. I'm very proud of my wiki feet score. If we need to look at his actual turf toe, we're willing to do it as doctors. Um, as long as those toenails are clipped, please. Um, turf toe, it just sounds cute. That it then is sad that it's so terrible. It sounds um, minor, but I, I hear yeah. it's significant. My dad thinks he has it, and I don't understand how a 67-year-old man would which is a HIPAA violation that I just did. Um, that's that's actually a HIPAA violation, not like a fake one that they all claim. Okay, Monday Night Football, no Manning cast last night. They took the week off and kind of disappointing because I think they would have had a lot to say about the taunting penalties that 
kind of ended up deciding this game. What? Um, there was a a sack, and then they believed the Bears player went over and was posturing towards the Steelers sideline, got flagged, and then I think it was the same player ran into a ref. It does look like maybe the ref stuck his booty out a little bit um, to try and get contact. Another flag on that. Megan, we are fun, modern gals. I have to guarantee we're on the same side of this. The taunting penalties are so stupid and boring and take fun out of it. Like, dancing is cool. We like it. Backflips are awesome. At one point, a guy did like a Taekwondo kick and got flagged. It's like, no, we like that. I just don't understand why the league implemented this rule. And Cassius Marsh was the player for the Bears. Yeah. I'm not a fan of his because he was with the Patriots and made a huge stink after he left. Okay. But um, I think you'll like this. One time his house got broken into in Boston and all of his magic of the gathering, I think that's called. Yes. Mm -hmm. His cards were all stolen. And wow. it's very interesting to me, like someone would break in your house. And they're like, you know what? Money? Nope. Computer? Nope. TV? Nope. Give me those cards. That's a um, role playing game, right? I, I couldn't tell you, to be honest, yeah, I feel but like I remember it was a headline <laughs> in Boston that all of his cards were <laughs> stolen. Not a fan of Cassius. Didn't like the call whatsoever. I hear all the people being like, but it's the rule. And it is the rule. But can we just get rid of it? It's stupid. Well, and, and a lot of people were talking about how, you know, the Steelers had an interception and ran all the way down to the end zone and, and all post, which I'm totally for. Um, and that's not pe penalized. But then no, it's the specific taunting. So it's not celebrating. It's like, ha ha. Like I made We like that. We like I it. I do too. I In this year, 2021, where the world sucks, let them have a little fun. I think they have to play with passion and energy and yeah. that's, that's playing with passion and energy and you shouldn't be flagged for that. And that sort of, it played a role in the game. I won't yeah. say it decided, decided it because the bears were able to go back down and score, but if also, if so, the fact that we're talking about it on Tuesday, instead sucks. of talking about the outcome of the game, like, yeah, it taints the win for the Steelers. This is also a contact sport. I've always I've always been very against fighting in, in the NFL because it's like, why don't you just hit them hard the next play? You know, like, you're going to get to hit them. You're fighting basically just with sort of a ball. Um, and so if someone taunts you and gets up in your face, doesn't that give you ammo and fire you up to, like, really make a play on them the next time. Like, it, it feels like it takes steam out of everything for what gain? The NFL is losing young watchers, you know? Like, that demo is not as into the NFL. And so, like, Taekwondo kicks, that's TikTok worthy. Guys doing funny stuff. And I'm not saying be overt, don't be doing the Eli double bird, which we'll get into in a second. Um, I don't think you need to go like this and tell people to s suck your jock strap, but let them have some amount of celebratory in your face after they make a play. We like I it. I would the also fans love like to it. see the owners at the owners meeting, like, you know, they're like, we're going to keep this rule, but we're going to have specific stipulations. Um, no motioning 
suck my dick. Yeah. And they just, all of these old owners get very specific about what taunting is and what taunting is not. It's like, where do we draw the line? Sucking dick or waving a finger in your face? So I'd I love, love, I'd love photos of them. Women. Yeah, Jerry Jones being like, no, this. Um, <laughs> and then them having like a big X over it. Yeah, this is, that's, that would be, that would definitely spice up the owner's meeting. Um, okay, so <laughs> a wild outfit out of New England <laughs> this weekend. Um, Belichick <laughs> was seen in what can only be described as a crop top. Megan, yeah. no one it, knows the Patriots better than you. Please give us your thoughts. Well, I want to just defend Bill for a second here, as I do, as I want to do. Um, The first time I ever saw Bill in real life, I was like, he's skinnier than I thought. He's big chested. Mm. Bill is not a fat man. He is big chested. His legs are quite skinny. He is not fat. I think he just... Barrel. Barrel chested. Yes. Like a man who would be shot out of like a cannon in the 30s. Yes. Um... Loved the outfit, loved the picture of him or the video of him walking in with mm-hmm. his longtime right-hand man, Bears Nigerian, by his side. They've been together through everything. But what stuck out to me the most, I have a former colleague, his name is Mike Dussault. He currently works for Patriots.com. He used to live in L.A. and was some sort of writer, but a huge Patriots fan, and started a blog called, I think it's Pat's Propaganda. And he started documenting every hoodie that Belichick wears and keeping track of the record that Belichick has with each said hoodie. And at the start of every Patriots game, he will tweet out exactly what hoodie he's wearing, significant games he's worn the hoodie in, okay. and the record he has for the hoodie. So I see this crop top, and the first thing I do, I go to Mike's Twitter. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to see the record with this one because he will have it. If Belichick wore it one time in 2001, Mike will have those stats. Wow. It's a new hoodie, (gasps) which says a lot because Bill hasn't worn a new hoodie in quite some time. Like, he usually, um, you know, he goes through these, and what I think is a very Belichick thing and <laughs> there's no Belichickian thing um he he nothing is by mistake he mm. plans everything so I think he knows what hoodies are good luck and what hoodies are bad luck and I think Mike is slightly crazy for keeping track of it all but I also think there's something to it like he knows that Belichick is not just grabbing any hoodie and going to coach mm-hmm. puts some thought into the outfit interesting it's it's Shocking to put that much thought into an outfit that kind of looks bad. Um, but his pants were also messed up. And that's what I thought was funny. too. Like, he had that um, little boy slept in pajamas and then got taken to the airport in those pajamas vibe going on on the bottom half, too. But... Um, I think he says he doesn't care, but he does. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. actively trying to look like he does not care. Mm-hmm. And they won, so... And that, that was a big win. So undefeated in in the crop top. As a pregnant woman, I understand, you know, a, a growing body and the issues. I got some new bikinis this weekend. Some people would say pregnant women shouldn't wear bikinis. I say I want to. And I tried one on last night and I looked like Homer Simpson. So Well, I, I think you should because you preface this podcast with the fact that you want to make money off of your baby. So yeah. bikini pics. 
Yeah, but right now I don't look pregnant. It just looks like I had a tough quarantine. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm ready for that, like, real pop to happen. Uh, I was actually thinking of you because there's... I live in Florida, and so there's a lot mm -hmm. of weird things that happen in Florida. But Mm -hmm. one of the weird things is that there's a lot of stray cats. So in our apartment complex, there's three stray cats that are always there, and everybody just feeds them. I don't Mm -hmm. feed them because... Mm -hmm. I don't. Feral. Yeah. Yeah. And there's one cat who had giant nipples and I kept telling my husband that she was pregnant and he said, no, she's had those nipples for a long time. And I said, yeah, oh, it's because okay. she's pregnant. <laughs> and he said, no, she's not. She's had those since we lived here. And I'm like, because she's pregnant. So last week, all of these tiny little kittens appeared. Wow. Turns out she was pregnant, but I love it because I walk outside my apartment and she's just laying there breastfeeding all of her kittens. Oh. And it made me think of you, which is my because you're the only <laughs> pregnant person I know right now. But I was like, oh, Megan would love this. You know, we have, I love that your husband had noticed the nipples before you. He was like, nah, that's nipple cat. Um, <laughs> we have 11 stray cats that live next door. And I did do um, an Instagram story about this. So I'm, I'm only bringing up since it sounds like we are, you and I are <laughs> bound to be murdered by these cats. Um, we, I got woken up at 6 a.m. yesterday to two of the cats being like, <laughs> like crazy noises outside. And I eventually looked out and the blue eyed cat, who's the scare, it like looks like uh Game of Thrones, like it has like piercing blue eyes. It -hmm. was staring me dead in the face and I looked right to the left of it and there was blood on our driveway. No way. Yes. Did she kill something? I have no idea. And when we first moved in, they would leave mice for us, dead mice, to be like, hey, we want to be friends, basically, I guess is what they're doing. (laughs) And then they would eventually come and get the mice because it's like, well, we don't want to, we don't want to eat the mouse. Thank you, though. Um, And so they'd be like, okay, well, I guess I'll go get my mouse. Uh, And I don't know if like they took offense to us not wanting the mice, but I think they, I'm, I'm afraid of them. They could overpower me. There's so many. Yeah, I'm afraid that this Cat with the nipples, I should just oh. call it the mother, but I'm afraid she's going to get ter- ter- territorial yes. and um, start hissing. And I, yeah, you gotta would, keep a wide berth from anybody with big old nipples, okay? New moms. Um, <laughs> okay, back to our. That was talking nipples. <laughs> talking feral cats with Megan's. Um, one last thing in our NFL roundup and fashion version that we're in now, it is Veterans Week. Um, I believe, when is Veterans Day? The 11th? I got it is. It's 11-11. Okay. But okay, isn't 11. it usually? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so the camo, the, the, the multicolored confetti of um, a crucial catch, the cancer awareness is gone and the camo is in and... I tweeted this, and I stand by it. The camo that the NFL chooses is always the ugliest camo available. I agree. The coaches look very weird in it, and it's a tough look to pull off yeah. if you're a heavier coach, which I, which I think a lot of them are. Um, like Matt LaFleur, he looks good in everything. Yeah, but he looks like, he looks like a, a Desert Storm hottie. <laughs> I like that description of him. But Andy uh-huh. Reid in camo? No. Yeah. That's then a it, tough look. No, then he just looks like he's going to January 6th. Um, and and my brother is in the military. And so I've seen the wide range of available 
you know, swatches. And I don't know why they picked the ugliest one. Like there is good looking camo. And I, I don't, I, I think they just need a new person picking the camo. And if that needs to be you and I, I volunteer us. Okay. Can we get a, well, no, we should give it all to the troops, but you know, the yes. NFL is getting a decent cut of this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> they're getting a lot. I think they're getting a lot of that camo money. Um, let's take a brief break and then we'll be back with some Manning cast curse discussion. Okay, and we are back. As we said, no Manning cast last night, but there is a theory that has emerged that the Manning cast is the kiss of death for guests that join the program. Megan, who has suffered at the hands of this curse so far? Russell Wilson. Oh boy. Not only lost, but injured. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Brady, not hurt yet. He can't get hurt because he drinks a lot of water and doesn't eat tomatoes. So he did lose, though. Josh Allen. Mm. And is that it? I think Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. And then and lost the next week. Gronk was also on, but I think that's... um, He's also injured, so maybe. Yeah, a combo package with Brady. So I, I am not... I am superstitious, but I'm not a good athlete. Um, Megan, you were an actual Division One college athlete. Are you? Were you superstitious in your career? Very. <gasps> what would you do? I had a lucky sports bra. I had lucky socks. Wow. I yeah. Meet day makeup was a thing. You know, look good, feel good, run good. Okay. I was eat the same breakfast, drink the same color Gatorade. I was in my head. Okay, wow. And then if, if you did all those things and then didn't have a good meat, would you blame it on something or? Um, I It was just part of my routine. Like if one okay. of those things was off, I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to run well. Like I, it was over before Ooh, it started. Oh my gosh. So do you think that this is going to dissuade people from wanting to go on? I think if we make it a thing, it could. So maybe okay. we should stop talking about it because okay, I like the fine. man in cast. Okay, but, yeah, we love it. <laughs> um, I, I do think it, it could become a thing because athletes are weirdos. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the type of mental energy you have to put into playing said sport, if they find out that this is a curse, yeah, I think we got to – they better hope their next guest has a big win. Oh, boy, because we've already got the Madden curse and Sports Illustrated. You know, we have enough curses out there. Um, Speaking of curse, Eli Manning has been hit with three FCC complaints for putting up double middle fingers during a Manning cast. A quote from one of the complaints reads, young Americans should never be exposed to something like that. It was disgusting. We live in one of the most fucking insane countries at the most insane time. And Eli Manning flipping the bird is a palate cleanser, if that. I'm just shocked that Eli is the one to get hit with these fines. Because a couple weeks ago, Marshawn Lynch drops an F-bomb on air. We all laugh about it. think it's cute. I think mm-hmm. Eli, it's, it's funny, but I just think Eli, as you've mentioned in this, like he kind of just is along for the ride. Yeah. So the fact that Eli Manning is the bad boy of the Manning cast, yeah. unexpected. 
gives him some street cred for sure. I wonder if Peyton's going to up his game and like moon us and not like Randy Moss, like really pull down his pants. Let's hope. I know. I am hoping. <laughs> um, okay, final of the NFL stories. Russell Wilson is set to return this week. Megan, I know you have thoughts. Give them to us, please. Well, he's my starting quarterback for my fantasy team, who has not started in several weeks because of this injury. But I saw the statement that came out of Seahawks land, and they're acting like he lost. I mean, I guess technically he broke a finger, but they're acting like his arm was cut off or something. Mm -hmm. All of these reports, like, I've never seen a recovery like that. It's a finger. Mm -hmm. I mean, NFL players break fingers daily former right. NFL players you see their fingers they're all kinds of fucked up Ooh. so I just think this whole narrative that this miraculous recovery he didn't die like mm-hmm. he was it's a finger and yes it has a significant <laughs> impact on how he throws the ball it's not the same as a defensive lineman breaking a finger it's just not but can we can we relax a little bit like mm-hmm. he, he's not dead you know, I think Russell and Sierra are a beautiful couple. I like, I, I especially love look, looking at her. Everything she wears, everything she does, I'm like, this woman is just flawless in every single way. And love her singing everything. But they are showmen. You know, it is, and I think sometimes that happens if you if you marry someone who is in is in show business. You know, you're going to get that show. They also love Jesus. Remember, they became born again virgins and then relost their virginity to each other once they got married how is um, that a thing it's like, not it's not i mean we're born again right now okay i'm a virgin hello thank you pregnant you're virgin. Pregnant. yes virgin megan um and so the, i do think they tend to have a flair for the dramatics um and Maybe the Seahawks are using using this as like a rallying tool, you know, to be like, our hero has returned. But it is a little like, you guys, let's calm down. Can you please put, like, tweet out right now that you're a born-again virgin? I'm a, and then yeah. Just- I'm going to tell my doctor when I go today, when she's giving me, I'm going to say you can only do the ultrasound on the outside because you've put anything up. It's going to break my born-again virginity. That's a, hip, yeah, that's a HIPAA you violation. Can, you can be the first ever pregnant virgin. Well, second, I guess Mary. Yes, second Mary. ever. Yes, as we as we I forgot about Mary. season God. of our Lord and Savior, baby Jesus Christ. Um, on that <laughs> note, make sure you check out the Extra Points Arcade. It is totally free to sign up. All you need is your name, email. You can join the challenges for college football, college football NFL, and the NFL prop bets. And Megan, tell them what the prize is. The prize. Oh, I have it right here, so I can even put it on. (gasps) It is a gold extra points hat. So you've got like a sort of like a denim one. They're going to get even a fancier one, right? Or is this the one they get? I think it's going to be all gold. Wow, even fancier. People will know that you're smart. You know, it's like being in Mensa by walking around with that gold extra extra points. (laughs) As I say the wrong name. Okay, a bit of NBA news. The Lakers, oh boy, Um, that's it. That's all the news we want to do about the Lakers. Last night, Jokic, the um, reigning NBA MVP, and Markeith Morris got into a scuffle. Eddie, can we roll the tape on this? 
All right. Okay. Some action in the paint. We got a rebound. Okay. Uh, oh, and then... <laughs> and then Markeefa Morris lays on the ground as if this is a Grey's Anatomy finale. That was oh a gosh. big hit. Ow. I have internal now, I think, bleeding. I have internal I th- bleeding. I think there was somewhat of a flop. I think yeah. the Joker doesn't realize how big he is because he's just massive. Okay. And one of those people who doesn't recognize his own strength. So when he comes into him, um, when he comes into Markeith right here, he really Whoa. goes at him. He gets a little back. flop at the end. And then we got some some acting going on here Yes. Markeith. Um, so this escalated a bit because Jokic ended up being ejected. Obviously, you cannot <laughs> blindly attack someone. And then Jimmy Butler and Jokic were kind of jawing at each other. You know, Jimmy, he's not going to sit out of this. And then the Jokic brothers, because this was in Denver. And so he's got those two giant Serbian brothers who look like bodyguards. You know, like if we ever need men around us to just be big. We're hiring the Jokic brothers. They start yelling at Jimmy Butler. It all escalates. It has ended up now online. The Jokic brothers did not have a Twitter, but in light of these events, they started a Twitter account that is just Jokic brothers um, and have started f- started fight- fighting with the brother of Markeith Morris, Marcus Morris of the Clippers. Oh, They're like, we're getting this God. all in the family. <laughs> this is incredible. I g- get the Pauls off my screen. I don't want to see either of them fighting anymore. I want to see the two Morris brothers against the two Jokic brothers. Not Nikola. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see the Joker. I want to see the two unknown Serbian brothers fighting the two known Morris brothers. I... I'm obsessed with this. And where does Jimmy Butler fit into this fight? <laughs> we can't have him there. He'll go crazy. He can't be a part of it. If he, I guess maybe, I mean, you, you know this world better than I am. Are they, maybe they tag Jimmy Butler in if one of the Morrises, like, We, we could have a on. tag team match. Okay. Between, that, this would be really great. Who's the baby face? Who's the heel? I think because of just how America views itself, we have to have the Morrises be the baby faces. You know, they're representing the good old USA. And then we have the Serbs. But I think the Serbs end up um, winning. I, I, Whenever they show these brothers on the sideline, they are at a 10. They are so funny. And I love that they're at so many games. And... I think of their brother as such a soft, like, demure star um, that does not fight. And he and, and, and maybe the brothers have gotten in his ear and been like, time for you to rough up some of these soft American men. They were loving it. And I also love the family being into it. Like, we talk about Patrick Mahomes and his brother being there. And, and, and you have a soft spot in your heart for, for Jackson. But these brothers, I think, are a little bit more um, in your face in a different type of way. Uh-huh. Wow. Ooh! And they're saying, if you want to make a step further, be sure we will be waiting for you. Signed, Jokic Brothers. <laughs> we don't even know their names. <laughs> they're like a true package deal. Um, so, so that's you think, the... You think they're going to show up in Miami, like some hooded sweatshirts on, waiting? I hope so. I truly, truly hope so. Yeah, there's been talk about, like, are they going to get the 
the courtside seats they usually get, or are they going to be treated to the Jordan Love's mom and Jordan Love's girlfriend being all the way up at the top? We need these brothers. They're, they are great TV. I love, it's giving me like Rocky vibes. Maybe like NBA All-Star Weekend, you yes. just have a brawl. Oh, I love them. And they're huge. And they seem like they could kill you. <laughs> and that's what's really exciting. I put all my money on them in this fight. Yeah. we Serbia, that, like, th- they've seen some shit, okay? Like, I just, I, I've never been there. I know nothing about it except for Djokovic, who I don't like, who seems insane. So it's like, okay, then, then Serbia. You don't like the Joker? No. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't like Novak. I'm mad at Novak a lot. Wow. Um, yeah, I get very upset. He's, he was a COVID denier. He called out um, Simone Biles. He's critical of Serena. It's like, shut up. You threw a mat, you threw a tournament in the middle of COVID and everyone got COVID. His whole act. It's, it, I used to love him and now no more. I'm, um, I'm a Roger Federer girl. That's okay. Me. See, I just think he's an unbelievable passer and sometimes I'm like, oof, that was nice. I think we're talking about two different people. Okay? I'm talking about the tennis player. Novak Djokovic. <laughs> oh, we are. I'm talking about the Joker still. <laughs> no, I love I'm him. Like, love oh, him. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We are I switched about two to a different totally people. different sport just because of Serbia. Okay, yes. Um, and staying in the same sport, but moving down into college, college basketball, which I do think has been a bit on the back burner because that 2020 um, men's and women's tournament got canceled. The 2021 tournament was no fans still, Wasn't I the believe. Same. No, and the women's tournament, I thought, blew the men's tournament out of the water. Um, But NCAA men's basketball and women's basketball returning. Coach K's final season? You seem emotional about this. I just roll my eyes. Okay, yes. Tell me. It's about time. Well, so as an Indiana girl, you have to like college basketball. Uh Uh Uh-huh. That's... Part of and I went to Purdue, in which Indiana. Um, has a preseason ranking of number seven. Okay, people talking about that football team, which beat Michigan State this weekend, but that basketball team is really where the power rankings are. They're always solid in basketball, yeah. Purdue. And Big then Ten lose. basketball is great. I know everyone will say the ACC is better, but. Big Ten is classic. Yes. And listen, Purdue is so good every year, and then they get to the Sweet 16 and they shit their pants. That's why I love them. Okay, so tell me your Coach K thoughts. I should, like, I think he's such a fraud. Right? I mean, he'll he'll be in the Hall of Fame. He's the greatest. I just hate how there was a time when he would criticize coaches like John Calipari for recruiting one-and-dones and actually encouraging one-and-dones. And then Coach K realizes, oh, this is how you have to win. So he leans into it, but after he already criticized it. And I also think he takes way too much credit. In college basketball, it's all about recruiting, right? You get these unbelievably athletic players, and they play, right? The coach mm-hmm. has little to nothing to do with it. But Coach K makes it all about him. Like, Mm -hmm. the whole thing when they lose and all of a sudden his back hurts. I'm like, really? Is it hurting? And then sometimes he'll take their Duke apparel away. Like, they can't practice in Duke uniform. All right, give me a break, Coach K. And it's going to be so obnoxious, so disgusting. All of these coaches are going to kiss his ass. He's going to get plaques everywhere he goes. I'm already sick of it, and it hasn't started. Um, I'm excited. Roy Williams is gone, has retired now too. He is, and he just kind of went off. Loved him. Gracefully. Like, we, we miss Roy because it wasn't shoved 
down our throats that Roy yeah. was leaving. No, and and Roy's suit game and just seems like a like I would love to sit on a front porch in in a rocking chair and have sweet tea with him. Like I love him. Now, Coach K, first of all, keep dyeing your hair. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Like, what's going on? You're a thousand years old by now, but he still looks youthful. And and I don't love Duke men's basketball. It's obviously like you love to hate them. It's the it's the Alabama of of basketball, but even a much longer legacy. And I do know some people that went to Duke and they're insufferable. Um, both of my uncles went to Duke and I went and toured Duke and my one uncle was with me and, and turned to me and goes, you don't want to go here. Um, and then (laughs) it ended up that I had food poisoning and I puked in the union. And so not a great puking again. This is four episodes. Puking's come up and at least three. And then I puked out of the car rental car too. So that was bad. You got to hose it down. Um, so, and I, I don't, I don't love the like university, but coach K to me, I don't, there, there is just something so nostalgic about him, even though he still walks amongst us, um, coming of the, from the school of Bobby Knight, I'm like, how did coach K not end up a full blown psychopath? Um, and so I think that's why I'm like, I saw Bobby Knight. He, whole, he is a psychopath. I know. Like, I know, but he, he just doesn't it. hit people. He suppresses it. And so as a full-blown psychopath myself, I'm always impressed when people can go, no, I'm easy, bruisey, beautiful. And so, yeah, I I do, I I buy into it. Now we're talking, we're here day one. Day 100, am I going to be feeling this way? No. I I bet it's going to be extremely obnoxious and over the top. And I'm already imagining like, him at IU is going to be a huge deal because the Bobby tie-in. I know Purdue's going to, you know, I love Gene Katie. He's going to be there with their matching um, brown hair, even though they're one million years old. So, like, even those are just, like, the games I'm I'm going to watch. Butler's got, like, every school that I care about basketball-wise is going to be rolling out the Blue Devil carpet. And it is going to be really insufferable at a point. But... Yeah, he's Coach K. And I think what he did for the Olympic team, you know, like, I think that's him. That's impressive. And, and his legacy in men's basketball is obviously, gosh, I mean, not one of a kind, but but definitely on the Mount Rushmore. It is on the Mount Rushmore. I agree with you. He has a legacy that will last forever. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's inarguable. I'm just... Oh, his stupid voice. He's always yelling at ref. And I am also mad because I think a lot of people get, a lot of younger coaches get the benefit of the doubt because they're from the Coach K coaching tree. And one mm-hmm. of them happens to coach at my alma mater, Northwestern. Chris uh-huh. Collins, everybody transfers. Everybody hates him, I think. Oh, no. He took Northwestern to one NCAA tournament the only one they've ever been to he got a massive contract extension after that he should have been fired fired a long time ago and guess what he's still coaching the team and every season half the team transfers hmm I wonder why yeah and I feel like you know that one big dance and then he also got the job because you know his dad is Doug Collins and he was this Duke mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Duke yeah. recruiter Duke, 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 and Duke, Duke, Duke. Yeah, for sure. I'm sick of it coach K I hope the team is terrible and I hope that I hope like you know, a couple months in, he's like, you know what? I'm quitting now. Wow, this sounds personal. Um, 
So, I mean, good luck to your Wildcats. Oh, we we need it. (laughs) And definitely good luck to my Boilermakers and football team. You are just shocking the world. I love it so much. And uh, Matt Painter. Oh, boy. Um, That's a story for another time. But, Megan, that is all the fun topics we have today. I feel like we got to a lot of good stuff. Yeah, we covered it all from football to nipples to puking to Aaron Rodgers' Foot size, we, wow. we got it all. Yeah, and and next week we'll be recording, and I will be woo, in the epicenter of culture and vibrancy, Indianapolis. So I will be on the ground getting the pulse of Colts Nation, and I hope that it's not flatlined. Um, so Are you going to the game? I'm not, because I do not trust those hillbillies, okay? When they cut to those stands, I say, none of these people are vaxxed, I can tell from their haircut, and none of them got masks on, so I'm not going there with my pregnant belly. No, thank you. I'll be watching from home. I was in Evansville, didn't see many masks, because you know where I was at. <laughs> not a chance. Not a chance. So I got to be keeping my baby safe. I puke enough already. Um, Megan, thank you so much. So happy to see you. Great to see you, Megan. We'll we'll chat next week. Bye.